Welcome along. It's the 9th of September 2022, episode 37 of From the Resort podcast. Uh, we are continuing going through uh, all the different mayor candidates of the Queenstown Lakes District uh, for the council election very soon upcoming from the 22nd of September and uh, voting will finish on the 8th of October. I have a very um, charismatic candidate here today. His name is Al Angus. Welcome along to the podcast, Al. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here. Okay, how we like to start off these podcasts now is we like to find out a bit about your early life. So whereabouts were you born and where did you grow up early? Well, I was born in mid-Canterbury, close to the Southern Alps, Methven uh, originally. I, to be fair, I really just got bigger. I didn't particularly grow up, you know, I've seen <laughs> grown-ups. I didn't really have an ambition to be like them, so I've kept the... Um, kept the kid in me and, and you know and I'm happy to be amazed most days. Excellent. So kid at heart still still at uh, after all these years. So growing up in, in Canterbury, what was that life? What was what was your family dynamics like? I mean your, your parents and did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, three younger brothers to um, torture and manipulate as you do, but really um, it, it was it was pretty rugged, you know, back in those days. I must admit, and I never went to watch uh, Once Were Warriors because, frankly, I lived it, you know, one way or another. So, you know, and there's there's quite a few, you know, I'm very loyal to my people, um, you know, Kiwis, and I, I couldn't watch the one on Aramoana, you know, I, I just don't like seeing. New Zealanders getting hurt. I won't. I won't do it. You know. So um, yeah. So I insulate myself from that and try to be a positive influence if I can. You know, with other people and get things going. You know, rather than than live on the dark side. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah, so um, I, I guess what did your I guess what did your family sort of background? Where did they? Where did that come from? What did they do? Farming. Farming. Yeah. yeah. Farming. Um, yeah. Farming and uh, my father was. Him and another, there were two Peters, they were the gun shearers. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to do a lot of shearing around the district, and with that went the, you know, the whole nine yards. So, but um, one one thing that stuck out really is my father never ever smacked us. You know, he, he wasn't was never, and, and it it passed down to me. So that was one cycle I didn't have to break. You know, I, you know. Um, I'm not good when people get lippy, grown-ups, you know, yeah. but, uh, but I'm just a bloody teddy bear when it comes to kids. So, yeah, I'm guilty of spoiling wee ones as much as I can, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. That's, yeah, obviously, we, we get a lot from when we grow up from our parents, so that's, that's a, certainly a positive trait that, you know, a lot of people back in those days, they would have hit kids and, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So that's, that's, that's very positive. So can you remember what your first school was like and where, where was that? Yeah, uh, Methven, Methven District High Methven, School. Yeah, yeah, I can actually. Um, the probably, you know, the, there was lots of things. You know, it was a tough school. We, there was no. It's um, a tough area, is it? Pretty tough, yeah. At the time, there was there was no um, bubble wrap. You didn't get a certificate for participating. You know, you were competing. Mm. The, uh, I don't know what you know about a swimming pool at the, at the foot of the Southern Alps, but it's not hot, you know, no. and we we're in the, with our bloody flutterboards at five years old and what have you, it was akin to torture as far as I could see. So there were salty people that came out of that, you know, just salty country people, never thought anything of it, so, 
Yeah, and, and it stood me in good standing for later in life, you know, it made, makes you resilient, uh, um, you know, the, the stuff that comes your way that you don't always deserve, so yeah. Okay, so that's, that's your school. Um, first job when you were a teenager, what do you think, can you remember what that was? Oh, before I was a teenager, you know. Maybe even before. Yeah, first job at 12 was spud picking. Okay. You know, that's out in the freezing. <laughs> Best money I ever made with spud picking was £12 for the fortnight school holidays. Wow. But yeah, so we went through, you know, I've been through all that and the first real job I had was, I started life as an apprentice butcher, would you believe? And then went on to mechanics and light engineering. I was down, I passed over on the mechanics later um, Later on and went down to Twizel. I was working on the hydro scheme down there. Uh, sort of where I met my future wife. Her father was a contractor down there. So yeah, and it all fell into place to get me to the Wakatip one way or another. We went away and came back a few different, a few times, but my heart was always here, you know. I, when I came here, I, I kid you not, I was absolutely besotted with the place and it hasn't changed, you know. A lot has changed that I absolutely do not agree with. I, I don't like, I think the greed now is bordering on pathological, to be fair. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we need to get back to some sort of humanity going on. Yeah. rather than charity badges being held out for handing over a hundred bucks. I don't like that. No. Anyway, that's me. Yeah, okay, so going back, we, uh, that's, your, that's your first jobs and, and uh, what about, can you remember what sort of sports and hobbies you used to follow as a child? Um, when, I got, when I was about 14 I took up boxing, which oh, yeah. I boxed for um, Kingburn Gym. And we'd moved to Christchurch by then. I boxed for Kingburn Gym for Kevin Barry Senior. Um, Kevin Barry Junior was uh, training to go to the games in our gym and what have you. He's a hard guy. But yeah, so I I took that up, which was a mixed blessing because I've got, you know, uh, as it says on my hat, I've got no filter. So probably overall, Inside and outside, I come out about even, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I used to really love to have a, a bit of a Donnybrook, you know, wherever I was. So, um, you know, those days are pretty well gone, but I struggle with, with idiots. Mm. You know, so. But did you, ever, did you like, I mean, you, t- you did a bit of boxing. Did you ever th- thought you'd sort of make something more of it yourself, like, a, a, you know, turn that into something you could do, or do you still do it regularly? No, I got a bag. Um, we were fighting. Uh, on the coast, and my and my good friend, um, the decisions he should have been, you know, the ref should have stopped it, and he got knocked yeah. around. And after after the thing, he started, you know, after the we were only on um, three three minute rounds. Yep. And after the um, thing, he was dopey. You know, yeah. he, like I mean, he was not not violent dopey, but he was. You know, slow, a lot, much, much slower. Yeah, so affected. Yeah, and I packed it in there. Yeah, okay. That's so you see see the effect on somebody else, and okay, yep. yeah. No, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, so so that that's any other sort of sports or hobbies that you... Oh, any anything with uh, um, you know, like I like I love skiing. Yep. You know, water skiing, snow snow skiing, um, and and I do a lot of stuff that people consider sports but like I hunt I always hunted for the table hunted professionally for money for quite a few years we used to supply 
Um, for 27 cents a pound, would you believe, we yeah. supplied the Frankton, what's now the Frankton Tavern, um, Skyline, the Mountaineer, Treetops, that's not there anymore, and now and then to iCarts. Yep. So there was quite, you know, we were, we were pouring the venison into that town yep. before, before Tim Wallace came along and started farming made criminals of us all. <laughs> Bless him. Anyway. Yeah, yeah so... Um and then I guess when you sort of became a man, for the, when you got to your, I guess, man age, as we say, um, what did you sort of settle into as a career? Obviously you said you did apprentice butching and then you went to electric... electric uh, mechanical. Mechanical. Yeah, heavy, so heavy, heavy tell us how that all sort of went and started and, um, and what you did and where you worked. It went well. I had... I, uh, I was sort of... Where did I go? I opened a... Uh, workshop on Gorge Road in Queenstown. It was called Cavell's. So is that when you were really young, sort of? No, no, that was in my twenties. Twenties. That's still young. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I started that workshop, and I got nailed by a um, by a partner that I had in there. It's an old story, you know. Partner does you in the iron runs way. Yeah. But however, at that, at, like in the meantime, I got married to. A, a wonderful woman, without a doubt. You know, old family from here, yep. and um, and I drove her basically nuts, sadly, and and we split up. But when we split up, the kids chose to stay with me. Uh, I couldn't believe. So I was a solo kids were there? two. two. I, was, I was a solo dad with two kids, yep. um, screwed in business, and I didn't. I got offered to liquidate or bankrupt, and all those options I did not. You know, I stood my bloody ground, and it took it's me three to years to pay it out. You know, yeah, to pay off stuff, the debts, yeah. but I did it. And so when I, you know, I, I'm rambling, but when I sit in that town hall and I look around at the born again bankrupts and the bloody liquidators, it gets up my nose somewhat. Mm. You know, <laughs> anyway, there you go. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so single dad in a way, growing up with with two young kids. Yeah. Um, so then, what was next after you got got over that hurdle? Oh, well, that, that's that's not a hurdle. That's a privilege, you know. Well, it's, well, it's not a hurdle yet. It's, so, it's an event. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Mm. Um, so yeah, after that, um, the kids grew up, left school, blah blah blah, and, and we sold the house and divvied up the dough and just went our separate ways completely. You know, we'd, yep. we'd been apart for quite a while. That's just personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it all ended well and. Uh, one way or another, and and I wound up with the with the property up at Kinlock, and 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 uh, I just took off from there. You know, I always I always loved it up there. Mm. Her her family had a quite a big station up there at one stage, so it was you know it was good to and I spent a lot of time there. You know, more, yep. I'm sort of a bush boy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one way or another. So uh, yeah, that's how. And I've just rolled along like that ever since. I had. Um, I worked construction for Moya Construction. I was a um, foreman, roving foreman, head mechanic there for quite a few years. We put in Sherwood Manor, all those sites in there, done the blasting. Norm Ruru was the, uh, the ticketed blaster. I worked up the Remarkables when that first opened. I was up there, um, done, a, done a huge amount of the welding up there on the um, infrastructure for the snow guns and all that welded all the flanges and blah blah, okay. blah 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 yeah so all sorts of you know bits and bobs mm. yeah i've had a great time yeah i'm sure you, you really come across as someone who's had a great time who you know is a straight shooter no filter 
Um, tell us about when have you always had an interest in politics, or is it something that sort of developed as you got older? Um, no, I was um, had quite an aversion to it, and the only reason that I became interested in here is despair, mm. you know, really. Um, when Vanessa Van Uden started wanting to sell, when, when, you know, they sold 25% of our airport, you know, that that one, I didn't like that, and then they were selling the Lakeview site, and myself, Basil Walker, and another chap that I've seen today, um, you know, we we pushed back on it publicly and, and destroyed their numbers, and I think, you know, we can take some little bit of credit for them backpedalling on that, to be fair. But the other thing about, you know, Vanessa is her politics I didn't agree with, but off stage she's just the coolest woman, you know, she's yep. such good fun. And and the um, and her information flow is second to none. Mm. They had Barbara Easton there, you send in an information request and it would be there within the twenty days on the spot. This lot is the worst we've ever had, you know, yep. without a doubt. So they're just people are fighting all the time and and it's a deliberate strategy to let whatever it is blow over to the yep. next one, you know, so yep. it's just been a, a downhill and leaps and bounds, you know, and, and it's got to stop. Yep. So that's what I'm standing for. I, I, you know, I believe we need a proper investigation into the last six years. That's my honest opinion, you know. Yeah, no, I, I could, so that, that's, I figured that was one of the reasons you're sort of involved because you, you're not always happy. I mean, not, not sort of, there's things that have annoyed you about what's happened. Yeah. Um, at a sort of, council level in particular yeah. uh, in and around but you, you've obviously been, so you've been obviously been around Queenstown for, for quite some time you know the district really really well you know all the characters you, know, you would have known quite a few of the characters in and out over the last 30 or 40 years um, so a lot of different things there and a lot of things that you've been involved in you know all those different projects some of those that you've, that you've mentioned um, as far as what sort of stands out in Queenstown is, is, is for you obviously you love living here you love it um, the challenge of you know doing something like a mayor is that was that what sort of gets you out of bed what is that what what sort of oh I'll, no I'll, I, I just get out of bed because I'm glad to be alive you know yeah. like, like I'm not kidding you you know when I open my eyes in the morning I'm pleased yeah I don't take living lightly at all no. and and for me, time is your most precious commodity. You know, mm. I really hate wasting it. I, I won't do it. You know, that's why some of these venues they've asked me to, I just outright refuse. You know, it's, no, I'm not doing it. So, so why why am I standing for mayor? My my billboard says I'm fighting back against three waters. I absolutely do not believe in that. You know, and and I'm willing to go to any lengths. You know, to, I'm quite happy to inspire civil di- disobedience to stop that. You know, yeah. I, I just think that. Is, if the government was, um, this is going more central government, if they were um, genuine in their concerns about water, they would pick the two worst towns and fix it, you know, not take everybody's. Oh. This is my opinion, you know. Yeah. So, so anyway, and the other thing is trust. I was at the um, Arrowtown meeting the other day. There's, I don't know what I was in there, maybe 100, 180 people yep. in there. I don't know if you're there. No, but, I, no. but I asked the audience, who trusts the council put your hand up, one guy in the front put his hand up, you know, out of all those people. 
a councillor at the back didn't even put his hand up, you know. So I mean, it's um, and and that is an accurate assessment of what is going on here. So and the only way to get trust is to be open, you know, and mm. and just expose what's going on. Mm. But there's so we got asked today, have I been to a council meeting in the last 12 months? I have not, you know, because it just infuriates me. You know, I was um, the arrogance and the you know self-fulfilling fulfilling Dan Carey. I was in Protect Wanaka from the absolute outset, you know, we fought against the Wanaka lease mm. and and the, um, the absolute stonewalling and, the, you know, you would not believe it, the frustration. I went over there several times to support them and it still went through, you know, they still put it through. Um, behind, it was all behind the scenes sneaky stuff. Mm. And, and which was borne out in the in the court, you know, it was deemed an illegal document. Mm. Only thing I've ever seen that's illegal and there's no criminals. Mm. These looked into. Mm. So now this is, this this uh, campaign. It's not the first time you ran for mayor, is it? No. So tell us about the other times that you ran for mayor. Um, when did you first run for try try? Um, I guess go going for mayor. The f <laughs> the first time was with Vanessa, you know. Yeah. So. So there was nobody standing against her, you know, mm. and, she, and um, I'd never met... How many met, years ago was that? Oh, was nine years ago, yeah. near enough. Yeah. And um, I'd never met the woman or anything. I've been to the odd meeting, but... Um, yeah. And so five minutes to 12 on turn-off, yeah. handed in the form. Yep. And uh, just really threw the cat amongst the pigeons, you know, <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, and to be fair, it was the um, it was the most interesting and the most fun, you know, like campaign and mm. and I, I just I just resonate with the audiences, you know, and, and you look you look over there and they and they they're the same as me. They're just in, they're angry and they're in bloody despair. So we need to harness that and get it inside, you know. And and one of the things I have stated is. Our planning department, the council planning department, needs an intelligence stock take, you know, because what I've seen, it's not that bright, you know. No. I, th I really think, I don't think I know that the top four people in that council need assessed minimum, yeah. you know, so we can see where we're going from there. The other thing that I've been banging on about is with the, with the um, cancellation of our worst paid consultant, we can put Ten scholarships out there and grow our own staff. You know, so yeah. we're not running around. There is no need for those tens of millions to just be evaporating. You know, yeah. it's a deflection, mm. and it's wrong. You know, yeah. and I mean, there's nothing. The council needs to go back to being a service, not a business. You know, mm. where our job, the council's job, is to drop off clean water and pick up dirty primarily, and then after that, it's the footpaths and all these other bits and pieces. Yeah. You know, it's not there to support businesses. It's not there to free flow developments. You know, it's there to support the community. You're paid for by the. The first thing that needs to do is the terminology. It needs to be ratepayers funds we're spending you know yep. at least acknowledge the ratepayers are paying for this damn thing yeah anyway that's a rant for you no uh, and there's gonna be a few little rants here and there in this podcast there's no <laughs> doubt about that so i do expect that but so there's obviously a bit, a bit of history currently retired how, how many years have you been retired for oh i just started the other day just the other day yeah that's pretty, pretty um, recent um march okay yep. so pretty that's pretty very recent yeah 
Yep. Sixty-five so, um, trips around the sun. I've enjoyed every one. I got yeah. to admit, you know, it's, yeah. it's been great. So uh, I guess um, being retired at sixty-five, or you know, it's fairly can be normal, um, depending on you know what someone's financial situation. A lot of time, what they, you know, their health, all these other different factors. Um, what sort of made you decide to call it a career? Then? Um, I just. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was, it was time, time to do do something, yeah. you know, do something for myself and my yeah. lady. I mean, um, my my pine trees are way overgrown. I'm 65. I'm up there, you know, down. 30 feet up, mm. chainsaw in one hand and hanging on like a monkey with the other, you know. And and I mean, um, you know, I don't have safety stickers on anything at my place, you know. So it's uh, there's just stuff to do, and I love it, you know. So. Yeah. I've had, an, you know, I've had enough of working for other people and, and putting up with whinging customers by and large, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's quite interesting in the motor trade. Some people you really bend over backwards for and they abuse you and some people, the next one you think, right, I'm going to nail you and, and they thank you through, you know. So it's just too hard on you after a while. I just think, ah. Oh. Yeah, you, so, you, you get to a point where enough's enough and that's you've made yeah. that decision. So. That's a good on you for that, and then obviously, you know, you're you're open to be able to spend, you know, everything on this. Yeah, yeah, I can do forty hours a week. The, the thing is, the other thing is, I tried. I know Vanessa was doing a huge amount of hours, but I tried to get um, info on how many hours a week Bolt was doing. They point blank refused to put it out there. You know, oh, that's, um, and Tierland sent me a thing. He is on call and on point. Yeah, twenty four seven. You know, there's a complete lie, and people lie to me. So, who knows, you know? Um, and then, and the and the legislation is there is no set amount of hours, you know. But, but you can be sure I'll be there. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, that's con- there's a lot of things that are contentious about the job. One one thing that I mean that I've sort of uh, I mean I've done a little bit of. Um, analysis on, on different things when it comes to you know, someone to become mayor you still got you can't just go out and put all your own people in the in the in the roles so you still got to work with whoever's on the whoever's there on the team mm. in a way tell us what you think about that um no that's fair enough you know that's that's democracy for you mm. you know and and whether you like it or not that's the way it's got to be you know otherwise we're just um, spitting on the people in the first, second, and third world war—that looks like it could be coming, you know. So, yeah. I mean, I, I have no trouble at all um, working with anybody. Mm. You know, it seem to be—I seem to get along with most people one way or another. And um, you know, and if there's if there is people, like I said before, I believe there's four people at the top that need to go. You know, so. Um, and and, and what, be, what do you do about, let's say you get in, into the position um, where you become mayor, what, what, how do you go about fixing that? Oh, first of all, ask nicely for the resignation, mm. you know, that, that's the first thing off the blocks. Um, and then take it from there, see what, see what can be done further down the line, you mm. know. But I mean, there's, I don't, I, I just cannot um, continue with people that have constantly failed. Yep. You know, I, I struggle with that. I, I you know, I, I'm always responsible for my actions. Believe it or not, you'd be surprised. I still got most of my own teeth. But I mean, yep. there's, um, I've, I've never ever had people just 
fluff over my mistakes or you know or what have you so I know what it's like to stand up yeah yeah so and and that's one of the things I'm campaigning on when that council needs a rebuild yeah it, it may do yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> careful you don't agree with me there Tim. Uh, well as I said I'm an outsider coming in in a way I've been here for a couple of years so it, I, I don't know much about this place as you do one of the reasons I do the podcast is to find out about people's stories and uh, where they come from and try to get a bit more I met, a, I met a guy at the ski field the other day that was on a council in Australia that had been put under a commissioner for 11 years. I don't know if you're aware of that over there. It's recently put back into the, the democratic process. They went in there. Um, you have a corruption bureau there they went in there and and just stripped it out you know yeah. there was hardly anybody left in the place for corruption yeah, and no, you know yeah. and and that happens you know mm. so we and, and we it is long overdue that we have run the magnifying glass over what we've got so you, i guess compare the contrast to nine years ago where there's you're just running up against vanessa and that's it there's just two candidates yeah. right here we've got six candidates yeah is that the first time you've ever seen anything like this, where there's been six candidates running for mayor? No, I th- I, we had about four or five one other time. Um, not the first time Bolt stood, I think we had about four or five, and they, then they pretty well just evaporated. Evaporated, you know. Nobody, you know, he's got massive media support and what have you. So you sort of, but that, he, that, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't scare me. <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah, up, on, up on stage again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's. There's, there's a lot there, but you know that could be an advantage because at the end of the day, if the people that voted for me last time vote for me this time, and they've got to split the rest, I'm in. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's the thing. I mean, depending on obviously you're back for a reason. You you looked at the num, you looked at different things. You looked at what you can do, looked at where you can influence, um, you know, people to make their decisions. I guess mm. so. Uh, it's it's great that you can you know, come back again and uh, and basically give it a run. And, uh, and see how it all sort of goes. And, and I'll tell you why. I waited until the last, the, pretty close to the last minute before I declared, because yeah. I was waiting for somebody to stand that I would vote for, and and there hasn't been. You know, so yeah. that's why I stood up. Yeah, you know? and that can be one reason people nominate because there's nobody else that they can do the job. So yeah. uh, that it's a, to their satisfaction. So that that's you know makes pure pure sense. Got a, a lot of different characters in this uh, election. Um, everyone, you know, stands different in their own in their own two feet. Have you listened to them? I mean, I've interviewed four of them, apart from yourself. This would be number five. So I've got a bit of an idea, you know, about. I don't, I don't know everything about these these other candidates, but it's it's there to, for anyone to listen to. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, and you can see that that votes are going to get split. And it's, mm. it's, we don't know who's going to get in. It could be anybody. That's that's. Oh, that's it's anybody. Everyone's in with a chance. That's that's exactly right. That's the way all candidates are going to look, view it as well. That way, mm. it makes it more competitive. It makes it so they're all going to work just as hard to try to, you know, to get them get themselves in. So mm. that it's. It's I mean, starting to get quite bitchy actually today. And yeah. The, the senior citizens. Yeah. Well, the, so, so what happened? What do you mean bitchy? What happened? Well, I just you know snide remarks and what have you I, I thought you know I, I, I won't play those games you know no. I don't I don't need to put someone down to put myself up you know take it or leave no. it no. but um, yeah it was I was quite surprised and a couple of people come up to me afterwards and said yeah you know there's no need for that but anyway no. there you go and that's the way it is 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, candidates are gonna. It's na- it's just a. Na- it seems to be a natural instinct when you see people run. Not not for everybody, but a natural instinct. They will try to snide, you know, some, a comment over one of their ca- you know candidates. I bring up something in the past, or they'll, yeah. or they'll um, what they'll do. <laughs> what what do you mean, Tim? <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying this. I'm just giving it. This yeah, is, yeah. It's, 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 you read, any, the, any, you read the mountain scene today, did you? No, I haven't read. Yeah. I, actually, I've been so busy. I went to neither have I. Read the mountain scene yesterday. Um, oh, and I still didn't get round to it, but I was meant to go read the first thing, and then I just got so busy and just went yeah. through the whole day. And then by the time the end of the day, I still hadn't read it. So I'll, I'll get a chance. I might read it later on this afternoon. But ah, it's a nasty little pamphlet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a nasty little pamphlet. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 common that you know they'll find anything oh, you know yeah. in someone's past, whether it's someone's family or whether it's somebody's, um, you know, you know, someone who's not even living here, or you know, they'll bring something, yeah. whatever it is, to to sort of downplay how good that person might be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and all candidates, from what I've seen, are definitely um, have the ability to maybe provide something, whether it's the. Whether it's good enough, we don't know. It remains that will always remain yeah. unseen. Um, you know, you, you, you do hear people on the streets say, "Oh, yeah, I think Jim Bolt's done a great job," and none of these candidates are going to yeah. to, to um, hold a candle. Oh, so, I've never heard that. Well, I've heard that. So have you? Yes, Give only, me their names. only this week. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to divulge names, but you know, that, <laughs> as you scoop. said. You, <laughs> yeah, carry on. Anyway, I did. I did. Wasn't. Wasn't about that, but I have seen Scoop lately. <laughs> anyway, um, then Scoop was at his big party to thank everybody for getting him in. Was he? Were you? I wasn't even living here, so <laughs> it was only last week. I turned down my hair. I had to get my hair done that day, so I couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did. Yeah, I didn't know what you're talking about. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, so as life sort of gone by, any any sort of other stories about? Uh, being in business, work, anything that's interesting that sets you apart, or anything that you'd like to sort of divulge when it comes to what you know, what you've done in your professional life, and and how that relates to what you may have learnt, you know, that sort of been, you know, shape you to the person that you are. Um, oh no, just about everything's, you know, the ups and the downs have been, you know, sort of character building, I, whatever it took. You know, whatever I went through, this, that, or the next thing made me what I am today, and I'm quite happy. I'm comfortable with it. I, um, you know, the thing is in the walker tip over here, it's not only, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty. We have a serious problem, a serious problem with drugs, indecent assaults, rapes, suicides, the whole nine, all, you know, that, that's pulled the plaster off the whole nine yards of the stuff nobody talks about. Cause yeah, it's well, all, the people should talk about it. It's all pushed right down. So, Pre-COVID, um, I've, I've sort of got low friends in high places around around the shop. Pre-COVID, by about 18 months, and one weekend, the police broke out 21 rape kits. You know, so it is no shit. So it is, and, and it's not just girls getting nailed; it's guys as well. You know, and, and the, the um, hear about this too. and the, um, the drug rates are phenomenal. I, I was going with a, a lady, and we had a kid um, that was just getting up into the nightclub scene oh, years ago, eight years ago more, 
10 years ago and, and her and her friends took baby bottles, you know, and got their drinks put in baby bottles because the mongrels couldn't undo them and put the stuff in to knock them out, yeah. you know, and they'd do, you know, do other people. So, I mean, it's quite, and, and it's played down. There's always been a, a, a very good damage control here when there's accidents, boat accidents, and this, that, and the next thing. Yeah. It's really, really suppressed. But we need to, um, you know, start talking about these things and getting them out in the open. The suicides are horrific. I think we're running at about one a fortnight at the moment, you know, just in 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 this area here. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot that, and that's just a fractured community. You know, there is absolutely a, a, a fractured community. You know, the humanity, like I refer back to the greed. You know, the humanity is is disappearing and being over. The new moral, you know, just take everything you can and bugger everyone else. And we, you can't. In my world, that doesn't work very no, well. No. So, so along those lines, I sort of, you know, I, I do what I can to help, and I have a, I have an interest in alcohol and drug abuse. Not, you know, not personally, but I have an interest in it, and um, and and to be, and I have been privileged enough to help people turn around completely, you know, and I've also seen them turn around, get a year clean and sober, and then suicide. So I've been through yeah. the whole nine yards, one way or another. Um, yeah, so we need our mental health system is staggering under the load. You can't cope, you know. So we so we need community elders or leaders to to step up and and be available for these things one way or another. And and it's such so piecemeal at the moment. There's just so much of our um, fabric being destroyed around here, you know, and and deliberately bloody destroyed. So we need to. Um, you know, step up, and and it's the old story: keep your own side of the street clean. You know, and, and little things come to pass. So, so a lot of us do. There's a there is still a thin layer of exceptional people in this district. You know, above and below is pretty average, but there is still a layer of people that are just superb and are willing to help. So, I don't know whether I'm above or below, but I do what I can. You know, and yeah. and and I'll just give you a quick tip. You know, I'll give you a real quick um, diagnosis. To if anybody is wondering if they're alcoholic, if if drinking is costing you more than money, you are an alcoholic. Period. So, there you go. That's that's. I mean, that's always good, definitely good advice. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, there's a there is a culture in here of being a party town and oh, you know, yeah. a lot of stuff going on in there. But then it sort of extends out to you know what happens socially as well. Yeah. Um, you know, people do like a drink. You know, it's, it's pretty hard to get away from a drink unless you're really against it. I know a very high-class restaurant that, you know, and this is, I know a very high-class restaurant that got asked if they could put discreet pull-down mirrors in the toilets. You know, what do you, what do you need them for? So, I mean, it, it is endemic through all levels of our society in Queenstown at the moment. You know, there is... Um, you know, and you get bolt on TV. You know, be gone, drug dealers leave our kingdom forthwith and quick. You know, it's just nonsense. You know, it's just it absolute nonsense. Like it, yeah. We need to do something. But however, so I'm willing. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what you're there, to, you know, to do. But um, this time, I want to say I had something else. I was in the midst of talking to you about, and oh yes, um, what is your opinion on? I mean, I know sometimes, sometimes with these podcasts, you, you know, we. It's, it's you know it's politics a little bit, yeah. isn't it? Um, 
I don't know. And our response to New Zealand's response to the COVID, and and how do you think Jacinda's sort of done as a as a prime minister? Um, I don't know about podcasts. This is my you know, I'm podcast virgin. You know, it's my mm. first one ever. You know, and it was only because well. I've seen a bit of a twinkle in your eye over there, and I thought, oh, here's a guy that knows a bit of mischief. So, <laughs> um, so that's why I'm here. Seriously, um, I think. I don't think I know. Originally, it saved a huge amount of lives, you know, yeah. without a doubt. You know, so there's a lot of there's a huge amount of New Zealanders above ground, you know, because of those steps that we all that we all went through, you know, right. and and that and that worked a treat. I did not agree with the lolly scramble, you know, the just spraying money. That that money did not filter down. A lot of those companies, including corporate Naito, who took the money, closed up and buggered off. Yeah. It just out with the guys um, so yeah that that personally I didn't take a hand out I'm probably the poorest person you know my bank account was probably the worst in Queenstown but I didn't feel the need to mortgage my grandkids and great grandkids I, I wasn't going to starve or go hungry or miss filling my car up because of it you know I don't begrudge people that were you know on the bread line or surviving through it but the ones that just cleaned up pissed me off and I'll tell you what half the reason you cannot get a builder at the moment is because they're spending that money on, ref, on refurbishing their houses you know yeah. so uh, yeah I take a dim I, I took a pretty dim view of that lolly scramble just taking the mickey you know and, and but that's the culture we've got here that's what I'm harking back to earlier on you know yeah. so um, I, I, I don't know where you go with that but but I sleep well knowing that yeah. you know, I, I, I was all right, I didn't do it, you know. Yeah. And there's quite a few of us around like that, believe it or not, you yeah. know. That just as a matter of um, honour and patriotism, I suppose, yeah. didn't do it, you know. Well, it's not, it wasn't a crime, you know, it was, but it was nuts. And, yeah, and, and now, you know, they've completely lost their way. They're just spraying money all over the shop to people that haven't earned it, so. Yeah, so that's... that's yeah, quite interesting. Um, I mean, retirement, it's just started for you. And, and obviously, this would probably take you out of retirement if you were to become mayor in a way. Yeah. That's, that's sort of retirement over again. This was the last thing I wanted to be doing. You yeah. know, make no mistake. We, like, I've only been married two years. And, mm. and you know, we, we have many, many things on the agenda to go and do, you know, lots of things. So this was the last thing, but it's the same... You know, all the way down the line, it just mm. uh, somebody's got to stand up for for the people I know. Mm. You know, win, lose or draw, somebody's got to make a stand. And for two hundred bucks, I get to stand on stage, disturb the comfortable, and comfort the disturbed. You know, it's a great, great time. Mm. No, it sounds like you. You know, you you people enjoy that you speak your mind. You, you obviously, I mean, when I've seen you up there with other candidates, like that. that when you are talking, they are—they do get they actually genuinely laugh. You know, they, they yeah. sort of—they—they uh, they admire the sense of humour, I think, or they admire—you um, know—I guess where you're coming from, uh, and it comes out in a in a way that's um, you know can be considered in humorous, you know, hey. um, enjoyable. Many, many true words spoken in jest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it does—you know—it it sounds like um, yeah. It, and maybe you like to, maybe one of the things that you like to do is, uh, you know, you know, make people, you know, have a good time, you know, like, you know, sort of smile and 
and, and, and look at and want to want to work things work together positively and get positive results. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I've been banging on for nine years. Yeah, you know, and and the um, the other contenders are catching on now. So, and I, so net, you know, like they say, you know, um, was it imitation is the greatest form of flattery? So I'm sitting back there today, listening to my words being replayed through the other people. And I so think, they just regurgitating well, what you said. Yeah, I mean, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been regurgitating what you've been talking about. Yeah, so I've got to come up with some new material for <laughs> the next one. Well, I mean, just on that, I mean, one thing I have noticed about the candidates is, you know, they do share a lot of the same views on things. Um, they're all, oh, yeah, I agree with that person, or, yep, no, I agree, I agree on that. But, you know, you, you hear a bit of that on those panels. You. You, you, even though they one's a Labour, one's a Liberal, one's an Independent, or whatever, yeah. they they are they do agree on a, quite a bit of stuff, which is you know I'm yeah. finding that, that every okay yes, we, the, the the current council is doing this wrong, and everyone agrees they're doing it, yeah. or most people agree that it's doing it wrong. You know you know you might have someone you know not saying as much like a Glynn or something, but you know you, you see yeah. you see um, most of them agreeing to to that, whether it's a Mitchell or a, yourself or. The only one I've agreed with was Glenn on one point. Yeah. You know, and and I'm, I'm honest enough. You know, somebody's got a good point. Yeah. You know, I'll acknowledge it. Yeah. Know, it's not. It's not. You know, th that's the way it is. You yeah. know, he, no, he made good. a good point, whatever it was, and it was fair enough. Um, nobody else has, in my opinion. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, that, that's not to say it won't happen. You know, no. the very next thing. Olivia might say something that's cool. I, I don't mind acknowledging people, you know, if they, if they do something, if they say something clever or do something. That's what we need for Christ's sakes, you know. We need yeah. people that are um, turn up with solutions instead of excuses, you know. It's just, yeah. it's what we want. We've heard a lot of excuses. Oh, central government said we can't do this and we can't do that. No, 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 no. Mm. You know, what, what, what I want is people that'll go, this is how we get around it, you know. Even if it's borderline, you know. That, mm. That's why we need our own works division, you know. Mm. So we can have a couple of diggers and a couple of loaders and a couple of trucks minimum doing maintenance work through the, um, as, well, you know, down here, you know, through the water tables and all that sort of things and clearing culverts instead of what what the plan is now. They wait till they block and the roads pushed out and then they get emergency funding from central government to cover it, right? So, but that still comes out of our pockets. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if it's out of this hand or this hand, we're still exactly. bloody well paying for it. So, yeah, exactly. So we, we need to have, go back to that. When, when they first started contracting out, I've, I've banged on about this too, when they first started contracting out, this our council, we were getting 90 cents of work completed per dollar. Yep. The same guy that done that time and motion study ran his wall over it two months ago, I know him well still, and he said we're getting 25 cents work completed per dollar. Mm. I put that to a council manager recently, he said you'd be very lucky, that's an optimistic count. If you drive down Stanley Street and Franklin Road, Stanley Street, and tell me there's more than 25% of those guys working, you know, I'd need a picture. It's just nonsense. So we're getting screwed, and it yeah, has to get, stop. Yeah. You, you made a really good point there, and, um, you know, last week or whenever it was that Rotary uh, about that, that that issue that yeah, you and, you and a couple other people could just go and do all the work in an hour or two, and that, that's probably right, because it, there's a lot of wasted uh, resources, a lot of, you know, taking 
too long to do the jobs that should be really, yeah. really, really quickly. You go to Tokyo, right? I don't know if you've been to Tokyo. Have been to Tokyo? No, but I've got a lot of Japanese friends over okay. there. Okay, it's the same in China, I reckon. Yeah. But you go to Tokyo. I went to Tokyo in 2019, three years ago. And uh, we went out for dinner, and uh, there's some roadworks going on. Okay? Yeah. There's about five or six guys digging a hole. Da, 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 da. Have, have some dinner, come back, gone, finished. Done. Yeah. It was really, you know, yeah. That would take friggin' two weeks. Minimum. You know, yeah. for, for the Australians or the Kiwis to do, you know? Uh, it's worse here. So the, the mentality's got to change. Why, why does it take so long to do something that should be done in, you know, in a very short space of time? And, and the town roadworks and doing work in the mall and up and down Beach Street and all these other places, yeah. it's, you're right, it's just... Um, well, that's what I've been saying, you know, that this council could give Fonterra milking lessons, you know, it is yeah. absolutely a disgrace. And, and the guys, the engineers in the council, because it's so tied up with this alliance, they can't go along and swing on the gate and say, get to work, you know. It's got to go through all these channels and around here and around here. And the guy in there that I was talking to, he said they're basically writing their own checks, you know, more or less, you know, so... It would be, yeah. That's where we're at. I, on the, I live on nine, nine k's of gravel road and the Dart River's coming over. According to me and, and, um, and my um, research, primarily because Dart River safaris, boats have been smashing the shit out of the banks, you know. Two massive V8s running huge um, jet units on the back, sluicing the banks. If, if one of those ran past here, you and me would be blown through that wall behind us, you know. It, it is so powerful. And they and they just wash the banks, sluiced a little. It's phenomenal. Anyway, so so the river has come right across the, and and they can, we had a designated significant wetland at Kinlock, you know, it yeah. was a wetland reserve and you're allowed to shoot ducks there. Yeah. A tiny, a tiny stream opened up, four metres wide, just enough to get one of their boats through. They smashed it to pieces until the boats could run it. I was yep. standing there with the council manager. They will not touch corporate Nitalia, they're scared of them. So that's that's why nothing ever happened. Anyhow, so so with the river over, we've had to have rock cladding put on mm. along, you know, to protect the road. So we've had one uh, an outfit done right that have been coming along for years. And they always leave a low patch. So when water runs, you know, it cuts through the low patch and, and then away it goes. Um, by, by accident, naturally. And so I've been banging on at the council to give the other guy a go. There's another contractor there. I mean, I was driving along, the, the flood bank got knocked over. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a story, but it was primarily down to those boats again. The flood bank got, the farmer's flood bank got knocked over and they were digging out out of the farmer's paddock with the, with the loader to rebuild the flood bank instead of digging from the riverside. Mm. So they were lowering the resistance behind the flood bank, yep. you know, and, and you know, a numpty can see that's not right. Mm. I rang the foreman of the, of the of Dunright and said, that's not right what you're doing there. You're oh, we were ordered to do it. I got onto the council the regional council, and I said, you know, you're cutting off the branch, your ladder's on, for Christ's sake, you know, mm. and, um, and, it was, and it was stopped, but I mean, that is the sort of thing that frustrates you. So eventually, the, um, they gave the other guy, Pete Reed, a go over there, and, 
and this is not this is just all public record. It's not yeah, I'm not yeah. you know saying anything out of school. This is the way it is. I've got the pictures and, and the reports to back it up. So they gave him a go at the last one, and and what happened? So what you've got is the engineers say we need this done. They give it to Downers. Bolt is on the steering committee for Downers. I don't know if you realise that, or maybe he's recused himself. I don't know. So they gave it to Downers. They do the tender. They tendered it. Pete Reed won it. He subbed it yep. to Dunright and New Road, and they were there with rentals from Heavy Tracks Hire and Hire Club. Mm. So, so all those, um, mm. I mustn't say piglets, but all those people <laughs> were in the ratepayers' trough, yeah, yeah. you know, to to yeah. to put up, a, a, you know, a hundred metres of rock rock planning. Yeah. You know, and I, and I and even then I had to take pictures, send it into the council, and say they they've got to come back. They've left this low spot here yeah. that just takes the integrity out of the entire wall. You know, yeah, yeah. you don't have to be a, a yeah. you know river engineer to see yeah. what's going to happen. So they had to come back. You know, and none of them waved to me now. <laughs> but I mean, there is really. You know the old saying: the thing about common sense is it's not very common. But you know, you you got to go. Uh, all these all these failures, and we had the one company got marched off site because they were so poor off the off the road site, river site. Fulton Hogan come in. You know, I'm not a supporter of any, but Fulton Hogan came in. They done it under budget and it never failed. It is still there one time. And they and I said, why aren't they coming back? You know, they, they, it works. No. Nah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, finally. There's a bit of history yeah. for you. Finally. <laughs> so if you were to become mayor of the Queensland, uh, Queenstown Lakes District uh, Council, yep. what legacy do you want to leave behind? What do you want to be remembered oh. as, as uh, the mayor who did? If I, if I could keep our infrastructure you know, if I could stop three waters, mm-hmm. you know, collectively or one way or another, you know, that's more than enough. Nobody likes putting their um, plaque on sewage pipes underground. You know, everybody no. wants to build a monument for themselves above ground. I don't care. Yep. You know, if we can keep that, I'd be more than happy. Yep, excellent. It's been great. Any final words at all? Yeah, it's been great. I think we ran about 50 minutes, so we've done well. That was quick. Uh, it does go quick. Um, but thank you very much for coming on. But any, anything final that you wanted to say? Oh, no. You know, look after each other. Love your kids. Have a great time. No, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. That's been episode 37 of From the Resort Podcast with your host, Tim Wilshire, on the 9th of September 2022. All the... the uh, the election's coming up soon, so don't, don't make sure you everybody vote. Thank you.